everybody, it's your girl Nikki Washington. You are tuned in to Let Me Find Out, a witty take on life and culture. Look, I am excited that you found us for our sixth season, y'all. I cannot believe that we are going six seasons strong before the pandemic, before podcasts were a thing. We were in that thing, making it happen, bringing you content that you can use. So thank you in advance for just being, you know, solid through our ups and downs, our ebbs and flows, if you will. <laughs> thank you for staying steady with your girl. I truly appreciate it. Now, Listen, if you are new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. I don't know how you found us, but I'm so glad that you did. So if you could do me a solid, I call this a cookout moment, right? And so you know how to cook out. You're, I don't know, responsible for bringing something. Like you bring the potato salad, you bring the mac and cheese. Can't get everybody's mac and cheese. You bring the paper plates, you know, that kind of vibe. This is how you contribute to this cookout. Make sure that you like it. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure that you rate us. Reshare. All these things help us to be found by people who might not find us otherwise. So we are a small army growing in numbers year over year, and I'm excited. There's a few hundred of us doing our thing on this podcast, so thank y'all for joining. Now we just need to get the uh, YouTube friends to get on board because all five of us is holding it down over there. (laughs) So, yeah, I know we'll get it together. But uh, thank you so much in advance for being a part of this here cookout. Now, if you are my day one from season one all the way to season six, thank you. Thank you for riding with me. I know season four and five was a little rocky there because I was on the road, but you stuck with your girl, huh? And guess what? The quality is going to get better and better. I believe in letting people see your vulnerable places, letting people see where it's not all the way seamless because one, I think it's honest and real, but two, I believe that if people see you doing it and maybe there's a mistake or two, they also know, you know what? No one's infallible. If she can do it, I can do it too. So my hope is that in seeing me do it, you realize your dreams if that's what God's placed in your heart um, and just go after it like it doesn't have to be perfect you just have to execute it that is the, the message of the day it doesn't have to be perfect you just have to execute it and as you begin to grow in wisdom and in grace it'll get better over time everybody doesn't start off on 10 some people you gotta start one and two and three you know what I'm saying so anyway I went on a tangent for no reason but I just felt like sharing that with you so nevertheless um, if you have clicked on the show you are interested in the topic of the day and y'all when I say Now, this might shake the table a little bit. I had to get my notes out. This might shake the table a little bit, but I believe it'll be edifying. And I believe it'll be edifying because um, I know there's a lot of single people that want healthy relationships. And I know there's a lot of married people that want to maintain healthy relationships. And so I think in the day and age and space of social media, um, there are just so many misconceptions on what a good relationship is, what it takes to make a good relationship work and um, really just how you have a good relationship. So I thought we're gonna talk about it. Now, let me give a couple of housekeeping up front. If you're not connected with me on social media, you can hit me up at Nick, N-I-K-K, last name Washington on Instagram. TikTok is Nick Wash. Um, Twitter, I believe it's Nick Washington. And then on Facebook is Nikki Washington. Um, I hardly ever check Facebook as I always say, but if you connect with me there, I'll be more than happy to add you. And yeah, let's uh, connect and, and take the conversation off of this platform and on the others that we have nice little community. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, before we get into the topic, if you have any feedback you want to share on the show, I always say this, um, this show's intent is to be bite-sized nuggets. So we give you uh, at most 30 minutes, unless we have guests on the show, but we try to give you between 15 and 30 minutes just to get the conversation started. This by no means is an attempt to be an exhaustive podcast. This is literally just to have the conversation. I find that when you have the conversation, it opens yourself up for curiosity, for dialogue, and for really just becoming better. So the hope is that, you know, you'll hear this nugget on the show and then you go, you know what? Let me find out. Huh? You see what I did there? Huh? (laughs) 
Okay, so without further ado, let's get into it. We're going to talk about five relationship myth busters when it comes to having healthy, balanced relationships. Now, I know if you're like me, you love all things relationship, all things godly examples. You champion marriage and people who have been married a long time. You're an avid supporter, right? That's what we do on this show. However, I think that a lot of times we make uh, getting to the place of having a healthy relationship somewhat... Um, monolithic when, when it's not a monolith. We have these hardwired beliefs about what we think it takes, what it should be, what our negotiables are, what our non-negotiables are. And here's the thing, some of them are valid, but I have come to discover over the course of time, experience, and research that all of them are not valid. So without further ado, I'm gonna talk about it in no particular order. We're gonna talk about the five things that I believe um, should be dispelled as far as myths. Now, if you don't agree, <laughs> you know what it is. Feel free to holler at your girl Hit me up and be like, uh-uh, that's wrong, Nikki. You can say it just like that. That's wrong, Nikki. <laughs> and this is why. And I'll be glad to hear you. And you know what? I might be able to stand a reason. I'll, I'll be like, you know what? Someone reached out to me and was like, this is what I think. And I, you know, I receive your point, you know, all in love, right? As long as it's done in love. You talk to me crazy, y'all. I, I can't do that. But anyway, here we are. Let's talk about it. Five relationship mythbusters in no particular order. All right, number five. Uh, I think a lot of times people subconsciously think this but don't realize they're thinking it and that is simply you're going to have to compromise I put something on my I gotta fly away I'm sorry I put something on my page uh I think it was yesterday and I recorded it like a week ago y'all and I was talking about how um sometimes your list is not always God's list your your standard is not always godly standard and some people don't really like hearing that language. They're like, no, nah, I'm going to get what I want. And I got this and I got that. And we get hardwired in our requirements. And we think that what we say is what it is. And that's it. And here's the thing. Like I said in my post, we all have things that we desire. We all have a list. If you ask someone, what do you require from a mate? What do you require in relationships? Everyone will tell you a general idea of what they desire. So there's nothing wrong with that. I actually think it's healthy. Standards are healthy. Um, I think where we err is when we think our standards um, is uh, is higher than God's unless our standards are rooted in God if our standards are rooted in God then we know it's one and the same for example one of my non-negotiables that he has to be a man of God he has to be a man of faith I will not date someone who is not of the same faith as me that's just a hardwired thing it's my core value it aligns with scripture so that is on my list and it's a non-negotiable then there might be other things I'm not gonna tell you that might be on my list <laughs> But I know, okay, Nikki, this is something that you can just move to the side. Like, it don't matter if he eats with his left hand instead of his right. That's something small. <laughs> no, that's not on my list. But I'm just giving you an example. Stuff that is trivial, that's inconsequential, we have to learn to be flexible about it. So I believe that some people don't think that. Some people are like, this is what it is and no more. And like I said, the tough reality is if we're not careful, we will wake up and find that we are so married to our list that at the end of our days, the only thing we married was our list. So it so, so behooves us to make sure that we submit what we want and our list to God for his review and say, okay, God, what in this list aligns with scripture? What in this list is just me? What can I have and what can I do without? And you know what? Here's the thing. It might be everything on your list that's well and good and aligns with scripture. And God's like, oh yeah, I, that that's an easy thing. But then there might be some things that it's not that it's not um, easy to God, but it might not be the best thing for you. Um, there might be some things on your list that just might not be um, ideal. So for example, uh, like what's a good example we can give it? So, uh, oh, so I am on this fitness journey and I've been doing really well and been consistent and slow but steady wins the race, right? There are some things that I don't like to do exercise wise, but they yield the best result for my body. So I do them anyway. So if I only did what I wanted to do, it'd be like this low impact, fun, 
a woo, you know, going to the music park type of energy exercise. But there are days of the week where I have to rotate and I do stuff I don't want to do. Not because, um, you know, not because it's fun, but because it's what's good for me. So I said all that to say, I think there are some things that might be on our list and we like them because they're fun or because they seem like they'd be cool or they seem like they would please us or be most appealing to us and nothing wrong with them, right? So for someone else, that might be a cool thing because it doesn't do to them what it might do to you or I. But there are some things on our list that might be, God might be like, you know what? I want to give you that, but with your temperament and your disposition and how you're wired, it might trip you up. It actually might bring you further away from me than close to me. So I'm not saying that's absolute. I'm just saying that's something to consider and consider the notion that you might have to compromise. So I'm not going to go exhaustive again. This podcast is not meant to be exhaustive. It's meant to uh, tease the topic and to get you to say, you know what, let me find out. Okay. So the next one is it's going to be work. There is this misnomer and I've seen so many, um, and, and no disrespect to anybody, but I've seen so many, um, memes at point in time said, you know, if it ain't easy, I don't want it. Now, hold on one second, y'all. What do you know? that's easy that's worthwhile like even salvation is free but it's salvation you still have to do some submitting to God you have to kill your flesh daily and this is a beautiful walk right so I like how my friends uh, Macy and Stacy said it about their marriage they said you know what a marriage is work but it's a good work and so you should want a good work you should want something that makes you better that sharpens you there's an ease to it right but at the core of it you're still gonna have to do some communicating you're still gonna have to do some relationship building you're still gonna have to do some getting to know people years in you're gonna get to re-knowing people you know there's gonna be a lot that you have to try to un- uncover um, and discover so I understand from the standpoint of people wanting ease in relation to personalities and of course if you naturally uh, build with someone who complements your personality and yes that will be that should be relatively easy right but it doesn't mean it's absolute so know that if you have some bumps in the road yes we want ease yes we want um uh, compatibility we want all those things that make relationships a natural fit however even in those natural fits we have some bumps in the road right I heard someone talk about their uh they got remarried or they're getting remarried recently they talked about their first marriage and they said something that was so uh interesting they said you know I married right the first time he said when I married who I married I married right the first time he's like over the course of time things change he said but when I got married that was the person I was supposed to marry so I, I want to submit to you just for your consideration. I know it messes with theology here, but there may be uh, times where you married right or you dated right, but it just is um, some work to be done. There's some work to be done. There's some ill fit. There's some compromise. There's some conflict. Conflict is not a bad thing. Conflict is simply an opportunity to come to mutual agreement. So I would just like to encourage you to uh, explore the thought so that you can get your mind right. How, how your mommy say, prepare your mind now. <laughs> That you can get your mind right so that when you enter a dating phase or a courtship phase, engagement phase, a um, marriage phase, that you understand that there is going to be some compromise. All right. So number three, um, let's talk about number two. I'm sorry. You're going to have to compromise. Number two was it's going to be work. And number three is you need attraction to someone, but it does not trump all. I know the men listening to this was like, Nikki, what? Nikki, what? Yeah, I know. I know, fellas. I know y'all looking at me like, girl, I don't know what you're talking about. You need to be attracted to someone, but you need to be attracted to to who they are at the whole, not just how they look. And the scripture reference I'd love to give you, because I know somebody's like, "Mm -mm, prove it. I'm glad you asked. 1 Timothy 4 and 8, physical exercise has some value, but spiritual exercise is much more important. It promises a reward in both this life and the next. Translation, now I know the context is different for all my theologians. I too am a theologian. I know the context is different, but the principle is the same. And the principle is simply this. Yes, physical stuff is, 
the principle is simply this. Yes, physical stuff is necessary. Physical stuff is needful. However, no, let me be clear. Let me land on that a little bit longer. I want to be attracted to who I marry. Without a doubt, you have to know what you want to look at across the dinner room table. I include it. However, if you hang your hat on that, you're going to have a shallow connection and there will be no foundation at best. So in addition to you saying, God, I want to be attracted to them, please make sure that you're saying, God, help me to spiritually be attracted to them. Lord, help our callings and purposes to complement each other. Lord, help me to be a compliment to him and him to be a compliment to me. Like these are the things you have to really dig deeper in. So I'm not saying that you can't have what you have or have what you want and like what you like. Of course, all I'm saying is please don't hang your hat on looks alone because it's shallow. As I always say, shallow waters recede, but deep calls upon deep. I'm just just throwing out there a little poetic license for scripture. Amen. Amen. All right. So let's see what we went over so far. You're going to have to compromise. I know y'all. I know it's going to be work. Um, You need to be attracted to them, uh, but more than just how they look. Um, Next one. Now I know, I know, I know that under the Hollywood veneer, that there are going to be some people to be like, now hold up, wait a minute, wait a minute with this next one. But I promise you, it's sound. I promise you it's sound. So my next one, number four is, your skill sets may not match. And that's okay. Again, we're talking about myth busters. Number four, your skill sets may not match. And that's okay. In a day and space where we see the rapper that married the singer, and we see the, um, the director that married the actress, and we see the doctor that marries the nurse, we have conditioned ourselves, especially in the church, to think that you can only marry someone whose skill set is in the same a career, career field or ministry field as yours. Did you know you can marry someone and they not do at all what you do? Just a little food for thought. Did you know that it doesn't mean that you belong together just because you do the same things? Just like with music, the, the thing that makes things complimentary is when the chords are, are complements to each other, not exactly the same chord at the same time, right? So, um, are the same note at the same time. So, I just want to uh, have you thoughtfully consider that if your husband is not the minister and you the worship leader, it doesn't mean that it's not God. You could just be marrying someone who who uh, serves in the children's ministry and you're on the usher. Like there's so many things, right? They could not uh, work in the same career field at all. You could be the doctor that marries the bus driver. Like we, I think we have to get out of our minds that it, this veneer of what it should look like is really what it is. I believe that the core values have to be the same that the spirituality, you have to be on the same page. You, the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they agree? So there has to be agreement spiritually. And then also, too, you have to be able to sharpen each other and work with each other. We see in scripture when, when um, I believe it was 2.18, when God made... Um, was he saw that Adam was not, it wasn't good that Adam was alone. He was like, I'll make him a helpmate that is suitable for him, right? Suitable. It didn't say exact. It didn't say um, that you do what I do. And I think we take that word suitable and we think it means a complete and total pairing as it relates to skill set and job. I don't see anywhere in scripture where it says Adam tilled the ground and planted a rose and then someone else came and Eve planted the same rose. Like there's a complimenting, there's a yin and yang to it if you would give me creative license. So I would just like us to thoughtfully consider that perhaps just maybe, maybe y'all, they might not be um, some kind of uh, social uh, media optic to your relationship. Y'all might not even be in the same field at all, but if you love the Lord the same, I believe that there's commonality in that. So just a little food for that. I know some of y'all want to work right alongside your man and your woman and da, da 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 And there might be space for that. I'm not saying that's not for you, but I'm just saying don't let that be a deal breaker for you. How about that? So yeah. So let's let's run over the top four again before we go to the five. Again, in no particular order, 
I'm just sharing and opening the conversation. So again, five relationship myth busters. Number uh, one, you're going to have to compromise. Number two, it's going to be work, but it'll be a good work. Number three, you need to be attracted to more than just how they look. Number four, your skill sets may not match and that is okay. And number five, the timing might not be your ideal of perfection, but God is always on time. Listen, I uh, used to lead a singles ministry when I lived in Atlanta for many years, and I would hear a lot of the guys say, you know, I just got to get myself together, Nikki, and I want to pursue her, but I just got to get my money right, or I got to get this right, and that is so noble. It is so noble to want to have all your um, I's dotted and all your T's crossed. Um, But I would just caution you in this, in all of your preparing and your readiness, which you should be doing, uh, give God room to move how he wants to move. Because um, if you surveyed all the couples that you know that are married and happily married, because I believe in surveying happily married couples, amen, you will find a lot of them did not have all of the accoutrements you think are necessary for your um, courtship to uh, flourish how it needs to flourish. Does that mean that you don't still continue to pursue? Absolutely not. But if having a this and a that and a this, whether it's a um, having a Fortune 300 company under your belt and being rich and having all the cars and all the, the land and all the accoutrements, if that was a requirement of God in order to get married, then most of the people you know would have never gotten married. So I might I submit to you, I know it's messing with theology because some people are saying, girl, get your this together, get your that together. Yes, get your stuff together. But I'm inclined to believe that God puts imperfect people together all the time. And I'm inclined to believe that God um, is bigger than your FICO score. I know that messes with some people's theology. I get it. I promise you I get it. And here's the thing. I believe in having your stuff together. I too have my stuff together. Amen. FICO score is straight over here. However, I'm saying, I'm not saying marry someone who is, um, marry someone who's not, I'm not saying marry someone who's not aligned with God's word for your life. I'm not saying marry someone who cannot uh, cover a household or someone who cannot take care of a household, man or or woman. What I am saying is um, if you are striving to be the best person you can be and you are aligned in the word of God and the will of God and your steps are, are currently being ordered by God and he presents you, he weren't he, he presents you someone at a certain space and time I would um, admonish you to seek the Lord before you decide that you can't pursue because you're not at a finish line that you created in your head. That's all I'm saying. Cause I'm inclined to believe that even if, if especially if she's a good woman, if she knows that she's on your grind and you're just not there yet, she's going to thug it out with you if she's a good woman. And I think likewise for fellas, fellas, and a lot of times women will, will present their occupations and their income and their this and that third. And most men are not even looking like that from a woman. They just want to know that you're going to support them and hold them down amongst other things. So I would just like to encourage you, Um, to not lean into, again, this whole conversation has been really at the core, at the crux, if you will, (laughs) not leaning into worldly optics of what we think readiness looks like, of what we think a healthy marriage or a courtship looks like, of what we think, um, uh, what requirements of God are as it relates to relationships, really just in general, what we think versus what God thinks. So if you get nothing else from this conversation, my prayer, my earnest prayer is that you will reevaluate some of the hardwired beliefs you have about relationships and you will make adjustments according to the word of God. That's it. That's all. That's my five. Hit it and quit it. I think we did about 20 minutes or so. If we went over, charge to my head and not my heart saints. <laughs> Nevertheless, if you agree with me, please hit me up on Instagram or TikTok. Let me know. If you don't, hit me up and let me know. I would love to respectfully dialogue. The one thing I, I pride myself on being 
um, is a pliable leader and a flexible leader. And if I find I have a difference of opinion or someone sheds the light, I can come back and be like, you know what, y'all was wrong because that's what leaders do, right? So feel free to holler at your girl. As always, those handles, just in case you forgot them, are Nick, N-I-K-K, last name Washington on Instagram and Nick Wash on Twitter, or TikTok and Nikki Washington on Twitter. So uh, without further ado, that's all I got. And as always, you're listening to Let Me Find Out. <laughs>